I just really want to say you are an investment. Stop investing in everything else before yourself. Because when you really take the time to invest in you, you're going to get the biggest breakthroughs. And I promise you, it's not going to be easy, but it is really worth it. Hey, I'm Alicia Harris and I am your host of The Alicia Show. Each week we'll be having conversations about how to enhance your well-being. We'll be sharing strategies and stories and insights to build your business while still navigating life. Because sometimes we try to separate the two and let's face it, if you are not well, you have no business. I am a holistic business growth strategist and a wellness coach who spent over 15 years in corporate before deciding to choose me first to build my brand, Alicia Lifestyle. I'm here to teach you how to redefine what success means to you, ditch the stress and confusion, and learn how to run your business from a place of ease and excitement. Let's get into this week's episode. World Fertility Awareness Month is celebrated every June, which is hard for me as this is the month that I lost my mum and it is also when I miscarried. But it's also brilliant as it provides awareness of the numerous infertility issues people and couples are facing around the world. And this is not just related to women infertility. Around one in seven couples may find it difficult to conceive. According to the NHS website about 84% of couples will conceive naturally within a year if they have regular unprotected sex. So when they say regular, they mean every two to three days. For couples who may have been trying to conceive for more than three years without success, the likelihood of getting pregnant naturally within the next year is one in four or less. So that's what they're basically saying. That is the stats. Causes of infertility include polycystic ovary syndrome, scarring after surgery, blocked fallopian tubes, fibroids, endometritis, infertility in men, medication that you may be on like long-term use of aspirin or ibuprofen or chemo medicine. Undetected SDIs can also be a cause of infertility. And then we have unexplained infertility, which accounts for one in four cases at the moment in the UK. So when I just read out the list, I can relate because I had four of those things. I had polycystic ovaries, scarring, blocked fallopian tubes and fibroids and was told that it would not happen for me naturally unless I had keyhole surgery to unblock my fallopian tube and get rid of some of the scarring and also take away some of the fibroids. So I was booked in on three different occasions for keyhole surgery and it just wasn't meant to be. The first appointment was booked on the same day that I was leaving my corporate role. The second appointment was booked just after my uncle had passed away and there was absolutely no way that I was going to go through such a traumatic feeling operation when my uncle had just passed. And so the doctors were really understanding and they booked me in again for an appointment in May of 2018. But by then I was already pregnant naturally and I was able to conceive because I wasn't taking no for an answer. I decided it was time for me to really investigate what was going on within my body for me because 
I knew my body better than anybody else, right? And you know your body better than anybody else. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't listen to the medical advice that you're getting. But I also want to say that you should also be taking things into your own hands and just checking out other things that may be able to help. I'm not saying that you should ignore all medical advice. What I am saying is for me, it was really important to do that investigation. It was really important from a well-being standpoint. And the fact that I had all of this experience in well-being, right? I had been studying it for 20 years. I had already studied and passed my optimal fertility program certification with the Integrative Women's Health Institute back in 2016. And so I'm ready to do that program all over again because I have clients that I really think it would benefit. But I knew what I needed to do from a holistic standpoint. And so I really leaned into my training. And that's one of the reasons why I'm on such a mission to continue to share my story, but also to let people know that they have different options. So I didn't know until I had tests that I had polycystic ovaries and scarring and fibroids or a blocked fallopian tube. I didn't know any of this. So I really needed that information as a starting point. But I did know that sometimes I had painful periods and sometimes sex was painful and sometimes my periods were irregular and my hormones were all over the place and I had started to have allergic reactions to nuts and different foods that I hadn't had before. So that's when I really decided that I had to investigate what was going on further and listen to myself, listen to that gut feeling that I was having that there was more to the story. There was more that I could be doing to be at my optimal health, even if I did have to have this operation. And so when I was doing my research, it was showing that female and male infertility cases were around the same percentages. And so this is really why it's important to get both parties checked out. Gone are the days where the burden has to be on the one person. I think all parties should be checked out at the beginning of the journey so you know exactly where you stand. And so me and my husband were both checked. And this is why I really think it's important for me to continue to share what I've learned over my own process. Unfortunately, I miscarried first. But then I knew that my body could physically be pregnant again. And so I was determined to make that happen. And with the help of an amazing acupuncturist, with the help of support, with ensuring that I was looking after my body and I was eliminating stress and I was doing all of the things that I knew that would help me to be in optimal health, then I'm here to tell a good news story. But I also want to just touch upon others who have had pregnancy losses and stillbirths and those who have had to have medical terminations. It's a really painful journey. And so I am dedicating this episode to all of you who have had some form of loss, all of you who are on your own fertility journey. I am here for any type of support that I can give. I have talked about this subject on so many different occasions. I will link in and just talk about the episodes that I've previously recorded at the end of this episode. But I really want to get into the lessons that I've learned whilst going through my own infertility journey. So firstly, I just would really want to say you are an investment. 
Stop investing in everything else before yourself. Because when you really take the time to invest in you, you're going to get the biggest breakthroughs. And I promise you, it's not going to be easy, but it is really worth it. And that's what I had to do. I had to get a little bit quieter within my body, within my life, and just actually concentrate in what I wanted. And that was a huge investment for me, both time-wise, financially, and emotionally and physically, but it was worth it. And I'm just here to say, if there's any one of you who just needs to have a conversation as a starting point, then please reach out. I've got 11 lessons. that I want to share with you because I just feel like sometimes we don't always know where our starting point should be. And so I'm hoping that at least one of these lessons that I've learned really helps you along your way. So the first thing is you're not to blame. When I was going through challenge after challenge, I blamed myself. I really did. And I thought everything in my life was setting me up to fail. And I was asking myself so many questions, which wasn't really helping the situation. I was still grieving my mum. I was still in a really stressful role. I was finding my feet with becoming Jordan's main carer. There were so many other things that were going on. And I continued to blame myself until I had to really do some self-talking and just say to myself, look, you have so much going on. Take a step back and just give yourself that space and honour the fact that your body is doing the best that it can do with the tools that you were giving it. And when I said that to myself, I was like, wow, (laughs) really look at the tools that you're giving your body, Alicia. And that's when I started to really dig deeper. Secondly, you're allowed to ask for explanations in simpler terms. We don't all have medical training (laughs) and that's what the medical field is for. So sometimes we need to be spoken to in simple English. And if we don't understand, we are allowed to ask for the explanation again. And don't forget that when you are having these conversations, if you don't understand something, please tell the person that you're talking to, I don't understand. Please, can you rephrase that? You're allowed to do that. Three, you're entitled to a second opinion and a third and a fourth. I seeked medical advice first from two different people. And then I researched the holistic way that I could optimize my chances. And again, that's because of the way I was living my life anyway. I've got 20 years of experience, so I always knew that I would draw upon the experiences that I'd learned from the wellness industry. Four, start tracking everything from your cycle, your moods, your temperature, your energy levels. This will really help you know what is going on internally. Remember, you can always check out my course, Harnessing Your Female Cycle. This is a great starting point for you to understand what's going on and how you can leverage the data that you're getting through each phase of your cycle to help you be your own detective, but it's also going to help you feel energized, productive, and still grow your business or your career in a way that is less stressful and overwhelming. And so we go through each and every phase. And in that course, I'm talking about what foods are there to support you, what movement is there to support you, what you should be doing from a self-care perspective, what you should be doing from a business perspective and an admin perspective, the things that you should be doing in each phases. We go through it all extensively. You don't have to go to your appointments alone. If you can't have somebody in the room with you, then have somebody listen into the conversations. 
it's hard to take in all of that information yourself because your mind sometimes is just going a mile a minute. I know I was, especially when I had my miscarriage and I was just not in the room. I was literally not in the room and I was happy that Darren was there. And although it had shocked him also, he was there to take in some of the information that I just could not digest. And so make sure that you have somebody that is in the room with you who can retain the information if you can't. Don't go through this journey on your own. Find your support network. The people that you know are really going to hold you up when things get really intense and you just need maybe a shoulder to cry on or maybe somebody to take you out of the space that you're in or you need to just go out for dinner and you need to be out of the house or just find those people around you that are going to hold you and tell you the positive things and they're not going to try and keep you in a negative frame of mind. Number seven, be okay with experimenting with new methods. Remember, you know your body better than anyone else. I mentioned it earlier before. As a black woman, I know a lot of the studies that are happening with regards to infertility are not being done on my race. So I definitely needed to take the information that was provided from the tests and investigate them for myself because I wanted to give myself that individual chance. So remember, you can do the same. Make sure that you're including some me time in this whole process. Make sure that you're resting, you're restoring, book yourself a massage, a facial, a flotation session, anything that is going to help you relax. Make sure that you're doing something for yourself because again, this is a really intense time in your life. And so if we can make sure that you're doing things that are relaxing your nervous system and your digestive system and your physical and your mental well-being as well, then make sure you're doing them. Journal or even voice note. I left myself a lot of voice notes when I used to have the acupuncturist appointments. After the appointments, I used to do a little voice note to myself or if there was something that I really wanted to research more, I would send myself voice notes every day. We always have our phones with us. So, you know, make sure that you're using your notes or make sure you're using your voice note app within your phone and just make sure that you're not trying to keep everything in your head because that's not good. It's just going to fester. So make sure that you're getting anything that you can on paper or into a voice note that you can listen to at a later date. Number 10, make space for what you really want. I'm going to leave this one open for interpretation. Whatever you need to do to make sure that you have the space to conceive or the space to grieve or the space to take the time out to reflect, then do so. I found this really, really useful for me to do from my own experience. Just having that time, it's not always easy to just be really still and ask yourself those really deep and hard questions sometimes. And so I would say for me, it really helped me have that alone time to do that. And lastly, speak to your partner about other stuff, do other things. This is a really hard time for relationships. It can make or break relationships. It's a testing time. So make sure that you're continuing to build your relationship with your partner. Make sure that if you can schedule some date nights out where you don't talk about your journey, where you actually just talk about yourselves or future plans. But really, really know that this time is about both of you and you have both got feelings. And sometimes we forget that sometimes we are all in our feelings and we're not thinking about the other. Or sometimes we feel like we can't share our feelings because we don't want to hurt the other person. But 
please, again from experience, use this time to ensure that you are speaking about other things. But if there are things that are on your mind that you know you need to talk through, then you are talking to each other about it, as well as talking to your support network. But make sure that you're both on the same page. That's so key. I can't tell you how key it is, but it really is key. Over the next couple of weeks, I'll be sharing from others who are also business owners who are going through their own journey or specialize in helping others with theirs. And so I really hope this conversation has served you in some way. I hope out of the 11 lessons that I've just shared that there's something that can really help you within your journey. Please remember that I've also recorded other episodes to support you, starting with episode four, where I talked about how I enhance my chances of fertility. And then episode seven was all about simple ways to invest in yourself and your well-being. Episode 25, which was all about why you need to start with you. Episode 41 was how to reduce your toxic load. 45 was all about reclaiming your power. And this was a really powerful conversation with one of my good friends, Vianne, who was also told that she wouldn't have children and then went on to have six beautiful children of her own, all natural. Episode 53 is all about taking control of your fertility journey using acupuncture with Nava Carmen. And that's another really amazing conversation. Yeah, so just remember that this is a topic that I'm always going to talk about because it is part of me. And remember, if there is ever a time that you want to have a conversation with me just about my experiences in a little bit more depth, then please remember you can DM me. I'll link in a Let's Chat scheduler in the show notes or you can find me via email. I am more than happy to talk to you about my journey and just see if there's any way that I can help to support you with yours. Anyway, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with somebody that may need to hear it. And until next time, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share with you, but also thank you for listening and hearing. I know sometimes it's difficult to have these conversations. Until next week, I'll speak to you then. Bye-bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Alicia Show. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head over and rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on a Wednesday. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon. And lastly, remember to invest in yourself first because you are important and amazing. Take care until next time. Bye-bye.